0: Welcome to Care Talk, America's home for incisive debate about healthcare, business, and policy. I'm David Williams, president of Health Business Group, and I'm John Driscoll, the CEO of CareCentrics. John, I thought today's topic is so boring. You know, COVID testing is so 2020. Why are we talking about it here in late you 2021? Stop
1: trying to avoid the hard stuff, David. I mean, we have Delta, we've got COVID, we've got a problem, and we still have not got our arms around testing any antivirus strategy has to have three components. You have to have vaccinations. They're never going to be a hundred percent. You have to have testing. So you know, the problem you've got where it is, how big it is, how rapidly it's growing. And you have to have therapeutics, those, those therapies that can help you either lighten or eliminate the symptoms and the risks of getting any, any virus that's, this, 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 it's causing, making people sick. I mean, come on, we've got Delta. Aren't you going to, What what's your strategy?
0: Yeah. No, John, my strategy is just to get you revved up so that we can talk about what matters, which today is testing. So John, President Biden's latest plan to address the pandemic emphasizes testing a lot. I mean, what is he actually pushing for today?
1: You got to know where the enemy is and where it's attacking you. So by going out and, and pushing the Defense Production Act, the sort of vague, but but very powerful tool that the federal government has to compel industry to actually create a supply chain. Because if you remember, David, once the, uh, the, the, the CDC bungled the testing for the US and the White House bungled the priority under the Trump administration to get testing, and then they declared that like so many other things, that the war was over and everyone could go home, that we already had all the tests we needed. And then they argued that we shouldn't test at all. Um, that it, it, that t- testing was jumbled and and the vaccines came so quickly we thought we wouldn't have to unpack that and actually companies went so far as to destroy some of their own stockpiles like Abbott of their testing materials you, you know it turns out to be a, a, a sort of an, un, a, an untimely interval just before Delta exploded and people needed a lot more Abbott tests the Defense Production Act allows the federal government to demand that the supply chain stay open. Um, the federal government's going to require that tests be free and the tests be available at 10,000 pharmacies. I mean, it's, it's actually exactly the right strategy
0: for a year ago, and hopefully we'll be able to pull it together effectively right now. John, I remember, uh, now back in 2020 when we were saying that the Trump administration didn't want testing because if you tested, then that would show there was virus and would somehow create the number of cases based on, uh, you know, how many people were tested. I forgot about that logic. You know, one of the things that, uh, Biden is doing in addition to some of this free testing at the, at the pharmacies and purchasing, uh, rapid tests for community health centers and, and food banks is actually to lean on some of the retailers to say to offer, uh, these at home tests at cost. Uh, for the next 3 months and also making medicaid pay for at-home tests which before had been uneven. So there's some specific things in there. Now, you know, as you said this was a big problem at the start of the pandemic and I thought But 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 most importantly, David, most importantly, it
1: feels like we've now got this, you know, air, land and sea solution to attack this virus. We've got the vaccines which work very well better than we expected booster no booster the 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 number of people who are getting sick dying and hospitalized is in the high 90s uh, for those who are unvaccinated and in the low single digits for those who are and that's a really good sign for the vaccines but there will be breakthrough infections as there always are we've got we're we're we're, we're fast surging that testing capacity and making it available, so we'll at least know. I mean, I don't know how you manage what you what you what you can't measure, how many people are sick. And finally, the therapeutics, the monoclonal antibodies uh, that once you're test and test positive, if you get those that monoclonal antibody um, um, infusion soon after you're identified as going COVID hot, even with Delta, uh, it's severely it reverses a lot of the symptoms and reverses a lot of the illness. And now because of the education around therapeutics, I know you would just want to talk about testing, but it all matters. Uh, people can get better fast, but it, each one of those components depends on testing, which gives us the information we need to kind of manage this public health crisis.
0: John, one of the things about testing now compared with a year ago is we need the information faster. Now, a year ago, it was kind of a joke we wait.
1: always needed that. I mean, stop. We always needed the information faster. But you keep defending the old administration. First, they didn't need testing. Then they declared that we had more testing than we needed. I mean, he, 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 you know, President Trump had a machine in the, on the on the on the on the South Lawn didn't even work. Uh, and then and then then we declared the the testing war over. And then he was anti testing. Um, you know, each one of these strategies has a critical piece. In terms of defeating this virus, but you can't you, you you can't manage this virus if you don't know where it is, and you can't even provide a you know a, a life saving and changing drug without knowing that people are are, are, are sick.
0: Well, John, let me let you you know you paint me into the corner there as a. Uh... You know, it's a supporter of the old uh, regime, which I, I don't think is a fair label. Nonetheless, let me say, let me explain why I was talking about needing things faster now. So the thing, why we need it faster is because Delta moves faster. So it's not enough to say, Hey, I might have had an exposure. I'm going to quarantine. People aren't doing that now. What's happening now is you need to move quickly because the Delta, the you know, vir- variant is going to move faster by the time, even if you have a three day turnaround, it's probably already moved beyond that. And then just thinking about some of the logistics. Um if you want to travel. Like if you want to go on an international uh trip, you know, you need to be tested within three days of travel, which means you better get the result back. And with the cruise, it's two days before. So people are really hustling uh in order just to get the logistics of this um done right. And you know, just because the cruise line says you need it two days in advance doesn't mean you're gonna get the test turned around that fast. So it adds some extra stress.
1: Well, I mean, while you're out cruising around, let's put some numbers around this. Now, a year ago, we said that with, with the pandemic going, we needed to have the capacity and the surge capacity to get to three to five million tests per day. And that was, we were laughed out of the argument. It was the you know, Testing for America, the group I'm involved in, Rockefeller Foundation, um, where you went to school, Harvard, all the smarty pants people. And they, but they, oh, the, yeah. the majority of, of, of clinicians and public health leaders didn't focus on that. Our our national capacity went down to 1.2 million. It's actually now up to 1.2 million a day, um, and 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 we're going to surge to two million. I think we need more capacity than that, and I'm I'm really excited that the president is focused on it. And I think we need more rapid tests. We need the ability to do rapid PCR tests, not just antigen, uh, because of the accuracy of those PCR tests. I mean, the statistics are pretty clear. You know, th- those school districts that are testing all the time, whether they're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, or some of the counties in California, they're only losing, you know, they're identifying and quarantining less than 10% of their population. There are some school districts in, in, uh, in Georgia where they're not testing at all. And they've had to shut down the entire district because the, the, the those schools open probably the second week in August. Um, testing really can keep our schools open. It can keep our economy open. And we should be doing pooled and rapid PCR testing far more than we are right now.
0: Well, John, I know you're not a fan of my travels, but I had a couple of international trips uh, lately, which showed me something about testing. Uh, when I went to Europe, I paid-
1: You're probably bringing the darn thing <laughs> back with you.
0: I mean, have you ever thought about this, you know, David? You I did fly, you know, I, wonder, I was flying the Delta Airlines variant, uh, you know, so maybe it has, maybe they're carrying it. I, I don't know. But John, no, I, when I went to Europe, I paid $160- for a rapid uh, antibody test. And then when I came back and I was in Sweden, Sweden is expensive for everything, right? Except the the, the same exact test there was $45. And I got it right away. And they were, you know, they were very, uh, (laughs) they were very helpful um, in getting it done. And when I went to Canada, uh, I had to pay, uh, there were four of us that went, I got it from the CIC Health here in, in Boston, I was able to get tests for $80. So that was great, PCR tests within 24 hours. But then they have very limited hours. So for one of my kids who's in, in school, they had to pay $200. And yeah, I got a PCR test in 15 minutes. So it's like hundreds and hundreds of dollars just to go to Canada. Now, the good thing was there was no line at the border because most people don't want to shell out hundreds yeah, most of dollars. People,
1: most people wouldn't wouldn't pay hundreds of dollars to go to Canada. Yeah. That's right. But I, I actually think the 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 country of your of your wife's family you should be willing to pay that 200 bucks to prove that you're safe
0: yeah yeah they ask you you know when you go in into canada they still they ask you mostly about the virus and they actually have a good arrival app uh they ask you about that but they, they can't help but ask and also about if you have any kind of uh any weapon with you uh, as well, that's their other question. So, do you have a carrying a virus, or are you carrying a uh, something else? I, I don't want to get. Let's focus on the <laughs> they test. Not, they have a tent there too, John, which they'll like pull you into and uh, test you right there on the on on the spot if uh, if needed. So, and they keep calling me.
1: Oh, I I, I probably am the reason, I, and I kept telling them that you were carrying a <laughs> yeah,
0: virus. Yeah, now I don't think that. Now, John, you're you're big on the the at home stuff, you know. Supposed to be at home. I don't know why you don't like hospitals. Everybody mm-hmm. else likes hospitals and you want people to be at home. What's the story
1: with, with. Nobody likes hospitals. Stop. <laughs> I mean, I think the one thing that, that, I mean, COVID more than anything, and then we, we can. The, the thing that Carecentrics does with the mission to heal and age at home, we're creating alternatives. And what you're going to find is that more and more technology is going to be um, a DIY test. I mean, you can do it yourself. Um, you're going to see more and more care move to the home because. Sniffs in hospitals are more dangerous every day, and I think that that at a time of COVID, I think we we can feel very personally the risk of spending time around a bunch of other sick
0: people. Well, the home is where the action is, John, and I would say even with some of these tests that uh, you can you can test at home. Now you need to test fairly frequently because you can get some false positives and false. Uh, negatives that you want to avoid, but these tests are inherently cheaper and they're less risky. I mean, I know somebody. Well, let's let's let's, but 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 make distinctions.
1: Right. I, mean, I think that the antigen yeah. tests are slightly less accurate. You have to do. They're really cheap, but you can take. You got to take a lot more of them in order to develop a trend line. Um, I think the PCR test, the gold standard, um, is really highly accurate, but you need to test it after exposure. You need to, you know, there's a three to five day gestation period, sometimes a, even longer, where the virus has got to, going to develop that antibody response, so that your body starts to react, so that you'll actually register. So just one PCR test, even though it's more, it's more accurate, doesn't necessarily get you out of out of dodge. But more and more people doing pool testing, where you 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 it takes two three minutes and you spit into a sample, or it's it it's it's uh it measures waste in the in the in the water, uh and viral load there. Um we can test by neighborhood, by class, and then the individual tests we can start to test by community and individual. I mean I I the tests are accurate. You just need to know what test you need to know what you're doing.
0: Well, I don't know what I'm doing, so I'm not worried about it either way. But they do have this concept, John, of, of having a supervised test. So you can actually by telehealth, you can actually have somebody um to Take a look to see if you're actually doing your test properly, and they'll look at the result and, and verify. And that can mean that people don't have to go in to uh, a medical facility and risk getting infected. Let's face it: if you're going to get tested, and other people are going to get tested, you might you might get the virus right then and there so,
1: from so standing in line. No, you're absolutely right, and you're gonna and, and we you're gonna see more and more diagnostics move to the home for exactly that reason. Sounds good, John. So, uh, when's your next? So, so David, 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 so David, I'm just wondering where are you going to
0: travel next? No, my next trip is going to be to Washington DC, and actually, uh, you know, there's no requirement for uh, being tested to travel domestically. But I'm going to visit uh, some older relatives who live there, and I think I actually will do a test, a self test, uh, you know, before going before going down there. And and the other question I had, John, was. No, but go ahead. I see you're itching to itching to ask me a follow-up question. So well,
1: I'm just wondering, what do you think of Biden's vaccine and testing mandate? Because if you don't get the vaccine for those employers over 100, and he's he's requiring a lot more testing. What do you think of that? I mean, it's a it's a testing yeah. mandate. People talked about the vaccine mandate. You're you're in favor of I'm mandates. in favor
0: of a vaccine. I'm in favor of, you know, I think Biden did a good job of trying to persuade people to take the vaccine. He made the vaccine available easy to do. And then, you know, you get to a certain point and people are, are resisting. And so uh, everyone's a philosopher until it turns out, hey, you need to actually be vaccinated in order to do your job. So in order to keep your job. Uh, so I think the man- mandate's a good idea and it has to have some teeth in it. And in this case, it's about getting tested weekly. Now, getting tested is not exactly a punishment. Uh, it's a good idea to do it. Now maybe you should make people get tested every day and make them pay for it. The thing is, that does rub up against some other issues. You know, if if an employer is requiring something, um, then the employer is probably going to actually have to have to pay for it and pay uh, for the time that someone's going to going to have it. But I think you could you could implement i I'd I'd like to see it. Maybe they have to pay pay a higher health insurance premium if they're not uh, vaccinated. If that's going to be, you know, if you can have an exemption, what religious or. Not medical, but religious. I think that's
1: going to happen. Yeah. I mean, we're going to we're definitely going to do it at, at, at our company, and I think it's it shows up in the data. Your your unvaccinated people when they get – are more likely to get sick. When they get sick, it's going to cost these self insured employers more.
0: You're going to find that that's more of a yeah. thing. And I think John, these you know, I notice these these religious exemptions are sort of being stretched. You know, it's like it, it's I'm not sure how many religions have legitimate uh, you know legitimate vaccine. Uh, exclusion. If you take everything in common, I don't think anything's written specifically about vaccines uh, in the in the Bible or in the founding uh, books of other religions. No, but the,
1: but but in the in the in the in the center of the Bible Belt in Mississippi, they do not allow religious exemptions for avoiding the vaccine for the um, uh, measles, mumps, rubella. And so it's interesting that the the governor of Mississippi is is saying this is anti-constitutional. While well, he's got a tighter mandate than most, most states. St- more, He's got a tighter mandate on most vaccines than most New England states.
0: Well, John, I would like to see to sort of summarize. I'd like to see testing be very widely available, easy to do. I'm very used to uh, navigating the health system. I'm used to paying through the nose, so to speak. I don't think they allow payment through the nose. Actually, you could probably have a test where you have payment through the nose and it's taking your sample at the same time. We have to patent that one. Stop. (laughs) But still I'm done. Okay. But I would like to see testing be widely available. I'd like to see it be free. I think Biden's on the right track. I want to see more testing and I want to see the end of this virus if at all possible.
1: We we have to we have to know where the virus is. People, their families, individuals. You gotta know whether your kids have it. If we know where it is, we can
0: cure it, contain it, and kill it. Those are the three C's, John. Cure, contain, and (laughs) kill. All right. I think we've come to the. I think we've come to the end of the line. Well, that's it for yet another edition of Care Talk. I'm David Williams, President of Health Business Group,
1: and I'm John Driscoll, the CEO of CareCentrics. If you like what you heard, or you didn't, we'd still like you to subscribe.